the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel, Defender of Zion. Shalom. I am so excited about our prayer and fasting that we did. Many people took the challenge. Yesterday was our last day of 21 days, and I'm hearing testimonies and seeing miracles in my own life and those around me. So what do you do after prayer and fasting for 21 days? Well, before we discuss that, let's pray. Avina Malkenu, our Father, our King, we thank you, we praise you, and we worship you, Lord. Lord, this is, as they say, the, the most difficult of times and the greatest of times. And so you are exalted, Lord, by who we are and what we do. And we're thankful, Lord, that we're part of your group of children, Lord, that you are touching our hearts and we are ambassadors for you in this world. So, Lord, pour out your spirit upon us. Send your, um, just send your angels to be all around us to, we, we want to have an anointing from you, Lord, so that we can truly be excellent in representing you. We bless you, we thank you, we praise you, and honor you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Okay, well, you know, Passover is coming up really soon. It is the busiest time of the year, certainly for me and and our congregation. We're working on Passover seders. Um, are you interested? Your church, your Bible study. Uh, this year, our congregation is doing home seders. Would you like us to teach you invite people over, especially pre-believing Jewish people, for a Passover seder? It's a great time for Christians as well. Passovers will strengthen your faith as you witness the faithfulness of God. So call us if you would like information at 813-831-5673 or email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. All right. Love to hear from you. Love to see how the celebration of God's holy days just uh, moves people in so many ways. Also at this time, I make a 50-day devotional call Counting the Omer. It's based on Leviticus 23, I believe, verse 15. But uh, if you want the actual book, 
let me know, and we'll get it out to you as soon as I finish it. But it, it will be finished relatively soon. The devotional begins one day after Passover begins and ends on Shavuot, which is Pentecost. So we'd love for you to uh, receive one or many of them to give out as gifts. Uh, I really believe it will touch people. Uh, we ask for $3 each, but if you can't, we'll send it to you free. It's not a problem. We just want you to have it. As most of you know, if you need information or want to help uh, support our radio ministry, call Karen, 813-831-5673, again, or email or go to our website, hardofmessiah.org. Don't forget to visit us on Shabbat, Friday night or Saturday morning, and look at our congregational websites, a website for times and locations. We have four congregations, and one of them is in Spanish. So check us out at shereshdavid.org. Shoresh, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, David.org. So let's talk about what do we do now? We've, we've focused, we've prayed, and we've fasted for 21 days. What a wonderful time, I've got to say, of prayer and fasting. I think this has been my favorite time because I've seen God move in my life and other people too. I feel closer to God. I, I saw prayer requests answered. I sensed God continuously all around me. And add to that the Asbury revival and, and just what God is doing on the college campuses. Uh, I'm excited. And, you know, I, I read something about, well, you know, it all started when I, I don't remember his name, but that football player almost died and, and everybody in America seemed to stop and pray and know that there is a God because that's why we pray. And that was kind of the beginning of what was going, what, what was happening. God was moving and, and use that. Uh, so at the very time we've had all these awful things go on, um, and that are, are, are just awful, right? They're just awful. God just says, hey, I'm showing up and I can do more than they can do. <laughs> All right. I, you know, people are still testifying and sharing as they experienced uh, the, the sharing in Gasparilla and now the state fair and soon the strawberry festival. Our worship seems to be going to another level. However, let me be transparent. Was I perfect during this 21-day prayer and fasting? No, not by a long shot. Was each of my 21 days of prayer and fasting great? Nope, nope, nope. Definitely not. So let me share a few thoughts from that about my past Thursday morning, because that is an example. As soon as I woke up, I was thinking about someone I had to call. Then I started thinking about what I would say and how I would say it. And since I started out my morning always by reading a couple different prayers from a booklet I put together, 
I realized that I had to reread many paragraphs because I got so distracted with the person I was supposed to call and the situation and all that kind of stuff. The two prayers that should have taken under 10 minutes took 20 minutes because I I just had to keep rereading things. I wasn't willing to go through the prayer and say, what did I just say? What did I do? You ever do that? (laughs) Oh, my so, you know, the words aren't just words on paper. They've got to mean something. They've got to impact my heart, right? So then reading scripture, the same thing happened. Oh, such a distraction. Finally going out during the beginning of my prayer time, I bound Hasatan, Satan, and uh, had some warfare and finally got relief from my distractions. But it was a fight all the way. By the time I got finished, I felt I got the victory, but it was it was a battle the whole time. There were a few days like that one, though one of the things I realized was that on the days I struggled, I actually think I heard more from God on those days than the easier days. My point is that spiritual warfare is exactly that. It reminds me of the scripture in 2 Timothy 2.4, no one serving as a soldier entangles himself in the activities of everyday life so that he might please the one who enlisted him. We're not to let those distractions come into our mind, especially when in, during a time when we're supposed to be worshiping God. Everyday life can make it difficult to spend quality time with the Lord. Plus, the enemy likes to get us all tangled up in various affairs so we can put off the abiding in the presence of the living God. So an even more difficult situation is what do you do when prayer and fasting is over? Do we go back to the way it was so that we're going to spend the rest of the time today Looking at that situation, the real question is, how do you stay revived? How do you even get to a greater place with the Lord once you feel that you've done eh, reasonably well? Well, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 says, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly shall also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Now we know that sows means to spread and reap means to gain. So what are we to give? What 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 is it that we are to spread? What is it that we are to give? That's really the question. And I believe that we have to be focused on things in order to keep sharp with the Lord. So It seems to me that giving is a big part of the economy of God. What are you supposed to give? So I have five T's for you to give. Are you ready? Got your paper and pencil? First T, time. Second T, talent. Third T, treasure. Ah, You knew those three, right? Okay. Fourth T, traits. And I'll explain it in a minute. And fifth T, trust. So let's start with time. Psalm 90 verse 12 says, Teach us to number our days so that we may get a heart of wisdom. 
spread our time wisely. You know, don't be a, a, a slacker. Use our time wisely. Ephesians 5.16, make the most of your time because the days are evil. That's right. So don't allow your time to be used for temptation and sin. Spend more time with God. Spend more time with family. Spend more time serving in the congregation, serving our, our community. So that's the T for time. Our second T is talent. And that's the gifts God has given you to use. And you could use them for organization. You could use them for service, uh, for arts, for writing, for speaking, for IT, for teach. Whatever God has given you that you do well, use it for the kingdom, your talents. After all, how did you get your talents? You think it was you? No. God gave you talents. Then the third T is treasures. Generally, we think of finances, tithes and offerings. What a blessing it is to have money to give to the kingdom. And sometimes when we don't have money, we still give to the kingdom because this is the heart of God. This is what we're all about. We want to give our treasures. And you know what? Our treasures shouldn't be that important to us as it is important to give out. That's what treasures are for, to give to others, to bless them, to help them. Okay, so here we go. Number four, traits. That's our characteristics, our qualities, our behavior. So one of the things we should do after prayer and fasting is focus on, as an example, the fruit of the Spirit. Those are our traits. Love, joy, peace, patience. You know, we talked about it last week. So focus on these traits. See what God would have you strengthen. Another trait is humility. Are you humble? Focus on what does it mean to be humble? How does God want you to uh, see humility? I mean, look, just read Philippians 2. You'll find all about how Yeshua was humble. Three, um, the third trait I would mention to you would be repentance and forgiveness. Key things that should be automatic in our lives. We should be all about repentance and forgiveness. And number four in the number of traits, righteous living. We should live righteously. People should see us. You know, it it just is so heart-wrenching when people name a particular group of people, like politicians, as an example, and say they're all crooks. Well, I I hope that's not true. And I pray that believers who enter politics will not be tempted to follow that path because they're involved in righteous living. And I believe we need to live righteously Does that mean that we won't get certain things because other people do because they 
figure out how to get around the system and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it means we might have less. But what? <laughs> but when you have God, you actually have more. And so that's about righteous living, living for God, obeying his word. And then finally, the last T is trusting God. The ability to use all of the above, all the things we mentioned, the time, the talent, the treasures, the traits, for the glory of God. The desire and ability to draw close to God, to be in his word, to apply his word, to have a consistent prayer life, to share your faith. These are all things that are going to keep us revived and not be... Apathetic, which leads to pathetic. (laughs) Oh, my. You know, trusting in God means that we have the faith to give him our time, our talent, our treasures, and our traits. Trusting in God means that we believe God's promises, so we walk in faith and hope because of them. John 6, 28 and 29, then they said to him, to Yeshua, what shall we do to perform the works of God? Yeshua answered them, this is the work of God, to trust in the one he sent. Wow. That's that's the work of God, to trust in the Lord. I'm, I'm sure you're all saying, well, how about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? Yeah, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yes, I get that. Uh, Psalm 27, 3, though an army camp besieges me, my heart will not fear. Though war breaks out against me, even then will I be confident. See, trusting in God means staying calm when attacked, when you're in the storm. That's trusting God. John 6, 28 and 29 is, is where, where Yeshua says, to, this is the work of God, to trust in the one he sent. Trusting in God means turning to him when we need help. Trusting in God is a choice to turn to him in prayer when we need help. Trusting in God means staying with him through the fire. It means making a having a personal relationship with him. It means trusting his promises, not our fears. Trusting in God means letting go of self-protection. Trusting God means growing and thriving. Trusting God means believing him despite our emotions. Trusting in God means trusting his forgiveness. Trusting God means moving forward. Let each one give as he has decided in his heart. Not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. A cheerful giver is one who trusts God. And and so we give. And that's another important part of what we do. Correct giving is from the heart. You don't have to get something in return. You don't have to give in order to receive praise or thank yous. You don't have to give out of obedience. All those ways are okay. They're nice. But God is looking at your heart. So correct giving is with great joy. Proverbs 4.23 says, Guard your heart diligently, for from 
it flows the spring of life. And in First Samuel sixteen seven, for he does not see a man as man sees, for one looks at the outward appearance, but Adonai looks into the heart. Even more importantly, we give all the things that we have discussed to God. And it says in verse 8, And God is able to make all grace overflow to you, so that by always having enough of everything, you may overflow in every good work. As it is written widely, He gave to the poor His righteousness endures forever. Now the one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in everything for all generosity, which through us bring about thanksgiving to God. So the result of giving is thanksgiving to God. And then it says, for this service of giving is not only supplying the needs of the Kiddushim, but is also overflowing with many thanksgiving to God. Look, it's all about blessing God. After prayer and fasting, we've got to focus on what God wants us to do. And it says, because of the evidence of this service, they praise God for the obedience of your affirmation of the good news of Messiah and for the generosity of your contribution to them and to everyone. Look, you're doing the right thing causes others to praise God. Everyone is blessed by your generosity, not just money, but all the different things you give. Verse 14, and in their prayer for you, they long for you because of the surpassing grace of God upon you. See, they see God's grace upon you. Thanks be to God, it says in verse 15, for his indescribable gift. See, it started with God giving to us. Giving is so critical. We've talked about a lot of things that we need to do when prayer and fasting is over, but I pray you will consider one more thing. And that's all about what it says in Hebrews 12. And I really don't have time to go over Hebrews 12 today. I wanted to read verses 1 through 11 and talk to you about, you know what Hebrews 12, 1 through 11 is all about? It's about discipline. Oh, uh, discipline. I Let's just, you know, kind of end today with the, the scripture uh, in 12:11, I love this scripture because of its clarity. It's so true. Now, all discipline seems painful at the moment. Amen? Yeah, right. Not joyful. But later, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Oh, what a blessing. We'll talk about discipline next week, probably, and, and so be there. But I I do want to remind you of the things that I said in the beginning of our program. You know, Passover is coming soon. It's such a busy time. And I want to know, is your church or Bible study interested in celebrating Passover, having a Seder, uh, maybe having one at home? We're doing home Seders this year rather than big ones. So would you like us to teach you how to invite people over, especially pre-believers, especially pre-believing Jews? 
I, look, Passover is a great time for people to come to the Lord. It's great for Christians, too, because Passover will strengthen your faith as you witness the faithfulness of God. So call us for information. Our phone number, 813-831-5673, or email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Also, I make the counting of the Omer uh, 50-day devotional books based on Leviticus 23. Uh, I'm in the middle of writing it right now. Let us know you want one. And uh, again, if you can help support our program financially, that would be a tremendous blessing. Um, Let's close in prayer. Father, I just thank you and praise you for who you are, what you do. We love you with all our heart, soul, and mind. After this 21 day of prayer and fasting, now push us in the right direction so that we can even go higher and stronger for your glory. I pray this. And I pray that the Lord would be each one of your first priorities and that you would grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.